And I uh, oop. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, Adam, you're on camera. I'm used to it. Oh yeah, good call. Throw that off the thing. I got it. Working it. He's working it. He's working it. Oh my God! In my my balls. It's balls a swear word. You can't do that in the first thirty seconds. Balls isn't a swear word. Okay. It's fine. Did we really get dinged the last time when I? It felt like it. Did well? What do you mean it felt like it? Because we didn't get as many views as we usually do. Tens of thousands we usually do. <laughs> right. Right. And that was my fault. Because I no, because I said <laughs> which I will bleep. Thank you. No, you won't. You're gonna forget. Oh no, not if I write a note. <laughs> which is what I need to do. Oh, I shouldn't have smelled it. Yeah, who who does that? I don't know. Who smells vodka? What's wrong with you? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else this to guy. I don't know what I'm doing. This guy is no idea. I don't know what, what I'm doing. I have no idea what he's doing. I'll tell you what you're doing. You ready for this? I'll tell you I'm exactly ready. what you're doing. We're taking this shot. Okay. Right? Yep. Uh, because this is a evergreen episode of the podcast. A freewheeling evergreen bad boy. So let's start it off with this. Cheers to the show and all of y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why? Why? There's no way you use a shot glass for that. No, I didn't. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> I'm used to pouring whiskey to sip. Yeah, and that was more. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right, all right. Let's be adults about this. Okay. okay? <sighs> it's just vodka. Nope. You know, we've done it before. We've been here before. American vodka. Not that right. commie stuff. Well, all right. My name is Marco Dupa, and that guy who poured that terrible shot. But he's still great. <laughs> and he's still powerful. Are you doing your Trump thing? He's still great. <laughs> Where you say something really mean and then go, you know, but I love him. But I love him. He's a terrible person, but he was in my cabinet. <laughs> And that's all that matters. We all make mistakes. We make mistakes. His was being born. <laughs> I kid. I kid. I kid. I kid. It's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, everybody? Give it up for him, folks. He's going to be in my cabinet, maybe, as long as he doesn't keep making mistakes. <laughs> He's very clearly often in the kitchen cabinet. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> he said it. I didn't. He said it. Not me. <laughs> Did you see his entire spiel on the two N words? Oh yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> that was so stupid. You're not supposed to say There's either. Two words. You're not supposed to say either. It's bad to say either one. You. There's the two N words. You know one of them. <laughs> we all know uh. and love one of them. And then there's the other one. The other one. Nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Tonight's brew is from the Side Word Brewing. And also Unseen Creatures. It is the Fire in the Sky, a West Coast Pilsner, and Obi's going to have more about that after the break. What's on tap for tonight? As we said, we're just going to fucking rock and roll. Yeah. Stick with us, folks. 
Yeah. We, we should do The Last of Us, though. We're definitely going to do The Last of Us. Good call. Good yeah. Call. But beyond that, who knows? All right. So let's just get rocking and rolling. This is 383. That's right. Of the One Beer In Podcast. Yeah. No, I'm gonna taste it first. Yeah. You know, someone else, someone was listening to the podcast. <clears throat> wow, were they? <laughs> finally. Someone, am I, finally. Someone. <clears throat> yes. And she was like, you clear your throat a lot. And I was like, thanks. That's not an observation I want to hear. <laughs> okay. Is the show funny? Are you entertained? You know. What do you think of the topics? Yeah. Are we, are we, are we doing a good job? No. You, you clear your throat a lot. It's like, sick. Cool. Glad that's something that somebody would immediately notice upon listening to the show. <laughs> I can't help it, okay? Flemmy boy. You are a flemmy, flemmy boy. I try. I, do you have no idea? I take, uh, I take an allergy pill, Allegra, which is the only one that seems to work for me. I've tried Zyrtec, and I've tried uh, you know, uh, Claritin. Uh-huh. And uh, I've tried Claritin. <laughs> I've tried Zyrtec. I've tried them all. And the only one that works is Allegra. It's the best one. Maybe I'll invest. You know, you get some Donald J. Trump money in there. There's no, there's no telling what it could do, where it could go. I feel like I'm getting better. I don't know. I you, feel like you it's, are? Getting, it's getting there. And then, like, the longer I do it, the more I like, it teeter-totters. Yeah. It's like when I try to do an accent for too long. That's literally what you're. Well, his is. That's not really an accent, though, right? I mean, it's a full-on impression. It's you well, got to embody. Okay, the fair person. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. Right. More specific than an accent. Yeah. 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 Because it's not just like he has an accent. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's his all his own. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that he talks like that. Yeah. I. I if you see him lately. It, it's like he's doing an impression of yeah, himself. Yeah, no, it really is. It's insane. Yeah. Like, he used to... If you look at old shit... Because I remember there was an episode of um, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that mm. he was on. Yeah. And, you isn't know... That, isn't that weird? So <laughs> right? weird. So to strange look back to think at about. All these pop culture appearances. Donald Trump used to just be a cool guy. Yeah. Like, he was the epitome of wealth. Yeah. And what it meant to of, be an elitist. Of new money. Or not an elitist, but the elite. Yeah. Rather. Yeah. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Yeah. Who do you think of first? Trump. And he was a New York guy. Yeah. So that a lot of people knew him uh, because he was all over New York media. Sure. East Coast guy. Right. You know, his hotels are everywhere. Which so made course, people hate him in New York. Yeah. Along with other things. But yeah. 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 I mean, what, what don't they hate in New York? Pizza. <laughs> yeah. True yeah. that. Yeah. True that. Slurs. Yeah, that's another one. That's good. Uh, so I remember seeing him on there and, and, well, not remember. I obviously remembered, but I was watching an old episode and saw him on there. And I was like, it's crazy to think. Like, he was just, dare I say, normal? More, I mean, he was always weird. Yeah, more but, normal. More normal than he is now. Now he's like a, he's like a poorly drawn caricature of, of who you used to think of as yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah. And you know what I think it is? Hmm. I think it's just that he's getting slower, mm-hmm. so it's just getting more and more pronounced how insane he is. Yeah, you know, the accents. Yeah, the accents getting 
Well, because he, yeah, more drawn right. out. He was younger and he was quicker on his feet. But now that he's older, it's... well, because part of the impression is the uh, and then the, whenever he's because the coke that he's on, allegedly, it's a rhythm. This it is, it is, yeah. There's music in it, you know. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Flemmy Boy. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a Death Grips beat. <laughs> maybe I'll get on SNL with my Trump impression. Maybe you know. Yeah. Do you I want? Do you want to do your real right now? I don't think I really look like him. Hey, <laughs> I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember the. Uh, <laughs> and I want to be the new SNL cast member. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! They bullied that kid off the internet. Like, I literally. I'm off the surprised internet. I hadn't heard about this until like two months ago. No, nah, dude. They they. They ruined his life, I think. Yeah. Well, no, he's still doing it. He's still... No, he's not. Yeah. He hasn't posted a TikTok in like eight months. Not, he's on YouTube now. Oh. He, they bullied him off the platform. Oh. He's now on YouTube. I didn't know if that. If you don't understand from getting these bits and pieces, there was a guy who had a... Uh, uh, I guess it was a reel that he was putting together to try to get on SNL. And, and well, I, it was a TikTok. Okay. That was sure. meant to. He wanted to be like the new Andy Samberg. He right, wanted to right, do like right. the digital shorts and stuff. Yeah. So he put together. I guess his entire shtick is that <clears throat> he does raps. Yeah, he's a rappity old boy. He's a comedic rapper, uh, but he's also very milk toast. Dude, that's yeah. That's that's nice way of putting it. Yeah. Um, very basic. Very basic guy. And well, I mean, I, he's like he's like Andy Samberg. Uh, had a baby with Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah, because there's that cringe factor. But I think even even more like stereotypical, like rod up the ass white guy. Yeah, added into that too, though. But you also know? he can rap apparently. Yeah, but he can't. He can't. He can't. Because can't. Can't. like Andy Samberg, as much of like a dork as he comes off in general, he's also still kind of cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and the music that he did, that was Lonely Island did, was good. legitimately good. Yeah, yeah just and on that's its what that's good. what made it funny, and that's what made it work is because it was good at the core of it. Because you're like Flem, this is yeah, Flemmy boy. This shouldn't work, but it does because it's it it sounds it, they're taking it so seriously. Yeah, you know. Well, that that's the that's the thing that a lot of these like parody uh, accounts don't really understand. It's like the music has to just stand on its own. It has to be good. Right. You can't, you can't just go out there and try to do something funny or ironic, but the music sucks. Right. Or try to be, like, overly clever about it. Yeah. Which I think was his kind of downfall. I, I'm forgetting his name. I think we need to find his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, you got to gotta, you gotta find him. Because uh, people, yeah. I, I remember discovering this kid. Like, somebody had stitched it on TikTok, and I was like, this can't be real. And so I go and look and watch it, and then I watched I watched his entire library of TikToks. I watched all of them. I went all the way back to the beginning, and it didn't. Let me tell you something. From the start, it was terrible. Yeah. From the start, it was cringe. There was yeah. no moment in this guy's short career where he was doing something legitimate or funny or clever, and then you know the SNL thing happened, and then like there was some kind of change like this is how this is what it was always going to be <laughs> yeah 
A lot of people are saying, like, or hoping rather, that he like pops up on the series finale, season finale rather, of uh, SNL this this season. I was hoping that he would be part of the the season. You have not found him yet. Look, I'm going through this Reddit thread that's getting me nowhere. Why would? Hold on. If I can find <laughs> it faster than you, I, I gotta take over research duties. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna find it. No, you won't. Yes, I will. No, you won't. I found it. Found it. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's him. Damn it. Uh, his name yeah. is Jake Novak. Jake Novak. Yes. Yeah. He, he still has a, an active YouTube. What, so um, when was the last thing he posted on? The last thing he posted is... Okay, that's all eight months ago. <laughs> I told you, man. They bullied him off the internet, bro. I could have sworn he had something new, or maybe he got so bullied after that that he no, took it the down. The SNL thing is the last thing he posted. <laughs> Literally, what did I say? Eight, nine months ago? That was the last thing Oh, my thing God. You may be right. Dude. Oh, no. But he's, he's, he's posting shorts. He's posting shorts still, I think. It's harder to tell when these came out. No, 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 because I, that's on his TikTok. He's just either uh, he's reposting from his TikTok or those that's just uh, that's been there for a minute. Okay, I remember because gotcha. he, he does this like the problem with guys like him. One of the problems with guys like him is they do this like nice guy rap thing where I, I don't know why there is this small uh, uh, like corner of 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 pop culture that thinks that the thing that hip hop is missing is a cornball white dude that you can introduce to your mother. Who, I don't who, understand why people think that that's appealing to anyone. Who inevitably always raps like this? Hey guys, why don't you think about this? <laughs> yeah. My name is It's Chris. Right. You know like <laughs> and then at 6 months after they become famous you find out that they sexually assaulted somebody. Sure. It's that's usually how that yeah, goes. Yeah, that's the trajectory yeah. of most uh, <laughs> uh clean uh uh hip hop uh acts. Yeah. So I I I They're I, also trying to do um SNL impressions yeah. and stuff. <laughs> not to say that Jake Novak did that. No, 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 not accusing um, him of anything. I don't no. know his history. Just, I do know just, that he's a weirdo and I think that like <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you if if that was revealed at some point. Okay. Well, we're not gonna go down that road. I will. Fuck him. Fuck him. Okay. All right. I, okay. Yeah. Let me t let me stop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm being a little aggressive for no reason. Yeah. This that's guy true. doesn't deserve more hate than he's already gotten. I don't think he deserved to get bullied off the internet. But yeah, you know, the other thing is, I don't think he got bullied so much as people were pointing out how bad and cringy what he was doing was. There was people. Going, we're talking about something that is so completely <laughs> irrelevant right now. He's been gone for almost a full year. Well, no, it's been okay. So yeah, it's it's been, been CNN reported on him six oh, months ago. Oh, CNN re reported on what? How he got bullied off the internet? Yeah, apparently they had an interview with him. So wow, that's out there. Yeah, okay. So I think I'll watch that later. Kind of yeah. see see what old Jakey boy's doing. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, we didn't introduce the beer. Yes, please. Uh, Obi, can you tell the people what we're drinking I tonight? would love to. This is the fire in the sky. It is a West Coast Pilsner, and according to Sideward Brewing's official Instagram, uh, it's a collab with Unseen Creatures Brewing. Our dude Lester came up and partied with us. We ate some po'boys, then whipped up this West Coast Pils. A new American style pills 
with all American hops. Clean, crisp, refreshing, but with citrusy and floral hop notes. 5.2% ABV. If you live in Miami, Unseen will be receiving a couple of kegs and cases. Sick. Yeah. Still don't really know what a West Coast Pilsner is. Excuse my ignorance. We've been doing this podcast for years, and, like, I don't know. That might be the first time I've, I've ever seen a West Coast Pilsner. So it looks a little hazy. That yeah. makes me think that's a part, part of a West Coast styling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it has those citrusy, like, <clears throat> extra hoppy notes that a Pilsner usually doesn't have. Right, right. So I'm thinking that extra bit of uh, 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 hoppiness mm. has to do with it being a West Coast Pilsner. Okay, okay. Yeah. But it's also clean, crisp, and pretty light, which I think is the Pilsner part of this equation. Okay, okay. I'm rocking with you. I'm rocking with everything you just okay, said. Thank you. kind of feel like you said a lot that we're going to say at the end. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, well. yeah, a lot of tasting notes. <laughs> but, uh, but you're not wrong. You're not okay. wrong. Uh, you asked. I did ask. I'm glad you said it because, you know, it helps. It helps. Because uh, I, I don't know. I was, I've been, you know, I've been debating on <clears throat> going for the full Cicerone thing. Ooh. So, what's the process of that? Is it just like being a uh, sommelier? Like you have to go to a like a, a test and yeah, you yeah. So, from my understanding, and I'm sure whoever's listening will correct me if I'm wrong. The first level is like a server's level of oh. beer knowledge. Okay, which which is as long as you've worked around beer for a couple of years, is pretty easy to obtain. Right, it's not level one. It's like I think it's we could just look up, but I think <laughs> it's like I think it's like server level, okay, which is which is one level below level one, or level one is equivalent to a server, just like somebody who's been around beer right. enough to be able you to can give identify you the base different knowledge. types of beers, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it goes all the way to level four. Well, there's a syllabus online. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is a whole. It's a whole. It's a whole thing. Yeah, there's level one, yeah, which okay. is uh, certified, certified beer, beer server. server. Okay, so that's yeah. Level two is certified Cicerone, uh, which means uh, certification for professionals dedicated to beer. Level three is advanced Cicerone, which is a designation of distinctive expertise and tasting skill. And level four is a master Cicerone, which is the ultimate test of beer expertise. Getting the master Cicerone is. As far as I understand it, just as hard as getting a black belt in jujitsu. Yeah. Like it's incredibly hard. It takes sure. years and years. And some people who you would think know everything that there is to know about beer are not master Cicerones. Sure. So Which is different than being a brewer though. Yeah. It's yeah, about yeah, tasting, different. it's yeah. about identifying, it's about uh, getting notes and, and flavors and pairings and all these other things that a lot of people don't even think about. Yeah, which is why there's like this weird disparity to me between those two things because so, the people that I now work around, I would trust their opinion over somebody who walked in with a with a Master Cicerone badge you mean any day. People who like brew beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Sorry, actually, people don't know me in, in real life. <laughs> Should be more specific, but yeah, yeah. Brewers, the people who actually make the beer and sure. not the people who study it for a living. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing as like if you if if somebody were to uh, 
like two people trying to teach you guitar. Somebody knows is a master in music theory, mm-hmm. and then there's this other guy who can actually play the guitar. And sure. Like you know, you're just like I like the way that that person plays the guitar. I'd rather just list, learn from that guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is a there's obviously there is um, merit. In yeah. that knowledge, I was I'm say, not taking anything away from that. There's unique skills in each of those, for sure. It's, it's like you know, uh, a professional movie critic versus a director, you know. But but see, yes, but but that's the thing. Exactly. Am I going to listen to the critic or am I going to listen to the guy who actually makes movies? It depends. It depends because the critic may have a wider breadth of knowledge of film itself. Oh, but see, I'm one of these guys. It's like you got to do it first. <laughs> I, no, uh-huh. listen. I am a person who I've I've, I've written reviews. You can't before. talk about MMA unless you've been <laughs> in the ring. I'm not one of the. I'm not like I don't go that far. Okay. I've written reviews about stuff that I've never done before. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I obviously there is merit in just learning about the thing and understanding what it takes to make a thing that good without having actually done it. Sure. But at the same time, if you're talking to two different people and this guy's done it and this guy hasn't done it. Yeah. And this guy's just learned about it, but this guy's actually lived it. There's a little. I just weigh that guy's opinion heavier. That's sure. All. Sure. I'm not sure, sure. discounting this guy's opinion, but that guy, I'm gonna like. All right. Well, he he yeah. was there. You've been there. Yeah. You've been there. Yeah. That's fair. I was there. I was there. I was there. Uh, yeah. That's interesting, though. So you would. Do you have to do these successively? Like you have to do one, then two, or can you just jump into two if you feel like you have the knowledge of a certified beer? That server? is an excellent question. Okay. Mr. Obesius, I don't know for sure. Okay. I know that the beer server level, everyone has told me that I could pass. I would assume right you now. could. I would assume you could because you literally serve beer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I has think, this show taught you nothing? I think that I could pass it, but that's just, I'm not, I wouldn't go into it blind with just going sure. like, yeah, I do a podcast hey, and study. I work at a bar. Yeah, you yeah I'm going to study. study. Yeah. Um, but the, the beer server level is like the one where you like get past. I want to get to that level one. I wanna, mm-hmm. or, or I'm sorry, level two, like actual Cicerone level. I want to get to that, that, that fucking. Yeah. I want that. Oh, excuse me. So I've been, uh, been reading up on different, you know, beer styles and stuff like that. And just, you know, just, just brushing up on my. I can tell you the answer to my question. Please. Uh, a prerequisite is you must have passed, for, for two, level two, uh, is you must have passed a certified beer server exam. Candidates for this level of certification, or certification, excuse me, must be of legal drinking age. See, that's bullshit. <laughs> well, it's, they're, they're clearly trying to get you to pay more to do exactly. the first one. That, exactly. Because the, the, the exam cost itself is 225 Yeah. USD. Yeah, they want, yeah, they want you to, you know. Yeah. See, you know what I'd rather do? I would rather take the test on my own and then pass it and be like, listen, I'm not going to pay you money to, to do this. Maybe sure. I'm not recognized as a Cicerone, but I have the knowledge of a Cicerone. <laughs> right, right. You know for yourself. <laughs> I think I might actually do that <laughs> instead of paying I mean, money. <laughs> I think I think it would be, it would behoove you to just do the tests yeah. because then you could put that on your resume and whatnot, <clears throat> you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I understand, I understand, look, there's, there's, uh, fees to go around. There's uh, uh, the 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 actual costs of the beer that you're tasting. Because this is the thing: the exam cost for part two is two twenty five for the written portion of the exam, one seventy five for tasting and demonstration portion, yeah. one seventy five to retake the written exam if you need to, and one twenty five to retake the tasting exam. So damn! So they charge you even more if you have to retake it. 
Right? Uh, Wait, how much was the test in total? No, no, no. 225 for the written, 175 for the tasting. And if you mess it up and you want to redo it, it's 175 no, wait, wait, wait. to retake hold on, the written. Hold on, hold on. <clears throat> it's 220, like just, just off rip. 225 right. on the written. 175 and for tasting. And also 175 yes. for, and you need to pass both, both. of those yes. to be, see, that's, that's, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of money it is. For, uh, for these people to just dole out the fact that like you know what you know. That, that's that's the cost to be the boss. All right, maybe I over maybe I overstepped on this one because that's a lot of money. <laughs> well, let, let's let's take a step back because now we know that you have to do level one first. Okay. Um, okay. Sixty nine bucks. See, that's uh, nice. that's way more doable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. I can afford that, and I also probably feel like I can pass that. Probably. Maybe. Yes. I don't know. I'm like forty percent sure. <laughs> Nah, we've been doing this show long enough. You've you've tasted a lot of beer. I just feel like I freestyle a lot. It's fine. <laughs> I, I think that's half of it, though, right? It's like yeah. knowing what you like, knowing yeah. what something tastes like, I think is probably the biggest thing, right? Mm -hmm. Having the palate to be like, this is hoppy, <laughs> or you know, this is really sweet or fruity, yeah. or this is sour, or this tastes, uh, uh, um, you know, like it's uh, 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 a wild beer yeah. or something you know like yeah. being able to identify like mm, this is probably this <clears throat> i think is the first step yeah as a cicerone myself yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 how the test go by the way when you when you took it i mean pretty easy yeah i gotta say well for someone such as yourself <sighs> obviously i can't talk about it anymore because no yeah i get that you know it's part of the whole secret society thing yeah 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 Oh. Like Cicerone is also like an Illuminati thing. Yeah. No, I get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. Okay. So I'm. I'm not I hope you respect that. I, I never bring it up again immensely. on this show. I respect it immensely, and I'll never even address it ever again. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll see you in the club. Jim's <laughs> gonna say, "I'll see you in the. I'll see you in court." <laughs> <laughs> well, if you talk about it again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It it would be I I think it would maybe add a little bit of legitimacy to this podcast. Sure, you only need to uh, get a seventy five percent. Oh oh, I can, dude. I I I, I was fucking, that not all of high school? I was just about to say <laughs> like, that's how I got through high school, baby. Yeah, all C's, uh -huh. C's and B's, baby. You need at least forty five questions correct. Oh oh, I can do that. Oh, easily. The test is a thirty minute time limit. I could do that fucking blindfolded. Genuinely, I kind of want to pay that money just to try. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's not that much money just to Why see if, like, just dude, if we both could do it, if we both did it, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, yeah, we might want to talk a little bit more about this. Okay, off, off, off yeah. the, uh, off mic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then we can go immediately into our concealed carry, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we might not have to, considering the laws might change around <laughs> it's here. True. We might not. That's have, very true. We might just be able to go and get guns. Oh, thanks, know? thanks, DeSantis. Thanks, Mr. DeSantis. <laughs> we all have guns. <laughs> hey, listen. I'm all about gun safety. I'm all about, you know, you put as many laws as you feel Do, like. Doing you. the Trump voice. <laughs> I'm all about gun laws. I'm all about gun safety. I think people need to stop shooting guns. It's a lot of guns. There's way too many guns. Very here. loud. But if I'm being honest, I, I would have a gun. I would have a gun right now. I'd, I'd, I'd shoot into the crowd. It would be good. It'd be... <laughs> there would be Donald J. Trump bullets in the gun. <laughs> I'd be surprised if there aren't. 
You know for sure. Engraved. He's got bullets engraved. Yeah. Engraved on the slug. Gold bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to pay the money for the concealed weapons uh, license. Like, it's, it's a lot of money, dude. I know that, like, I should. And, yeah. and I know that morally I, I will if I have to. But sure. I don't want to. <laughs> You're not going to break the law. It's just like, okay. a, it's like, a lot of, it's like a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? I guess so. Shit is not cheap. I mean, okay. So as two guys who, who want to be able to own guns, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In this glorious state in which we can very easily. Yeah. How do you feel about... I, I know you just said you don't want to pay for it. But realistically and legitimately, how do you feel about not having that step in in the uh, in the process of somebody being able just to concealed carry, I think it's insane. I think it's actually insane to to if if that law passes. I, th- I yeah. think that's crazy. I think we <clears throat> excuse me. I think that it's it's a it's a common sense law or or a common sense thought that people have already had a thousand times over, which is that if you feel like people need to have a driver's license to drive a car. You should have a license to to own a, a weapon. Yeah, right? you should. Right. You should. I think that there should be immense hoops to jump through. Uh, you should have to prove your mental stability. Your and and is that what our founding fathers would have wanted? Though, <laughs> like I I've heard I've heard this from people who I know personally that. When people are like, hey, listen, don't give guns to crazy people, quote unquote, okay. that, that, that they feel like that's discriminatory to people who have like mental illnesses sure. and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it is. Well, if, if, if somebody who sees a, uh, a psychiatrist or psychologist couldn't get a gun, I'm out. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So if, so if you, that's you, a slippery slope, then as, I, as long I get as you, it. But. As long as you prove that you have the mental acuity to understand the the immense responsibility that it is to be a gun owner yeah i think you should be able to be a gun owner sure that's so yeah i mean the idea that that like desantis and and florida lawmakers are just like let's just throw that shit out the window because like who to me it feels like what are you saying to the community what what message are you trying to get out there other than trying to poll better with you know deep red areas uh uh in the community sure like that 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 and like put my political affiliations aside yeah what are you trying what is the message that you are trying to put out there you know what i mean their argument and i only know this because i've seen the news uh (laughs) there one of us has to watch it yeah no it's hard I only, I, honest to God, only watch the news when I come over here. Yeah. That's the only time I see the news. It's rough without cable. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, apparently the the point behind this stripping back of concealed carry uh, licenses is the thought is that people will be more armed, obviously. Yeah. More easily. Yeah. Which in some lawmakers eyes makes for a more secure society it w- their opinion is that more people more good guys with guns means bad guys with guns will think before they act or be shot down before they're able to take out a bunch of people yeah and see that that does that's that's not 
that's a that I don't I hate that, that. historically doesn't work right yeah, I, I hate like, that I'm not that's, crazy to think that no, just that's doesn't work that's out a, that's an insane generally. way to look at things I mean obviously More there good are guys with guns like, yeah what, what do we what what dog it's it, it's not the 40s it's it's not cowboys and Indians that was before the it was not the 20s <laughs> it's not the, the 18 it's not the it's not the 1980s okay it's yeah, not cowboys yeah. and Indians right it's not the cocaine cowboys. It's not the cocaine cowboys. Uh, yeah, no, no but, but I, it, I, I it, get it. I, I, I get that. I, I don't like. I want. I want to be clear. I, I, I want to be clear. I know there are a lot. I want to be clear. There are stories, obviously, of good guys with guns shooting down like home invaders and stuff. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, and that you definitely. know, whatever. But that's not. That's not the usual. No. And I, I think generally, we'll have to look this up, obviously. We don't have the data in front of us, but I've heard that places with more guns does not mean more safe. Right. You know? like Right. Well, it doesn't really correlate. Yeah. I mean, it correlates to, like, more danger. Right. And that's not to even take into consideration people who will use those guns uh, irresponsibly mm-hmm. because they're more available. Uh People who would not store them properly mm-hmm. and either get them stolen by criminals or... You're the criminals? <laughs> take, from the statistics? <laughs> taken, <laughs> taken by kids, you know? Yeah. And on top of that, you know, accidental discharges. People who who aren't uh, well-versed on their firearm. Yeah. Be- well, I mean, I mean uh, firearm safety should be... Like, you should at least have to pass a... The firearm safety test. Please, I don't understand why that's such a controversial thing it's, for, like, for Second Amendment people. It's insane that like, it's not uh, like you, as a person who is an advocate for the Second Amendment, should be on the front lines of getting people uh, taking these tests. You right. should want every citizen in America to take this test. You, it should be a test that is, <clears throat> according to your own arguments, should be something that you have to pass in fucking high school to yeah. understand how to uh, 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 control a firearm. Right, and the, the main rules of having a gun. Yeah. You know? like, it's insane to me that it's something where they're like, why, why do you want to do that? Like, why why don't you want to do sure, it? Sure, sure. I, I, it, it makes everyone safer. Yeah. And if, if your whole thing is like more people showing guns, safety and a mandatory test and, and review will only make people more interested in owning a firearm right well the the i think if you talk to any any sensible gun owner they will tell you that you should understand gun safety and you should have to probably i think the problem is when it becomes a government regulated thing where they go okay the government is forcing me to do this before i as an american citizen can do whatever the hell i want but who's going to them right you're just gonna leave it the state's laws i guess maybe but then you see that eroding away in florida right right now right i don't know like i get the fear of like oh they're gonna take our guns you know like that's been the main argument forever and ever yeah there still needs to be regulation yeah. For something that can kill someone so easily. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Is that yeah. not common sense? <laughs> I don't think is that that not, that's a crazy thing to is say. Is that a hot take? I'm I sorry. Know. That's I, controversial. Is that man. the Tito's talking? <laughs> it might be. We're talking about gun safety in an episode where it was <laughs> 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 we're supposed to be free will and talking about anything. I'm Somehow sorry. it got to gun safety. It's just, it, yeah. 
It's it's, it's on our heads a lot. Yeah. What, what gun? We're living in this state. If you could have any gun, what would be the gun a that you shotgun. choose? Shotgun. What kind of shotgun? <laughs> a big one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the doom shotgun. I would I would buy one and then I would saw it off. That's what that's I would illegal. Do. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Maybe I would learn that if I took the test. It's true. No, I, I honestly, man, I, I'm not really. I'm not like a gun uh, enthusiast. You just hate old machines, don't you? <laughs> Mostly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. I don't yeah. want. You know, it's too much. Yeah. We're, we're we're going too far. Okay. With most things. <laughs> yeah. I just I. You hate cars. You hate guns. I don't hate cars. You do hate cars. I don't hate cars. You don't have to lie for the people. I here. don't hate cars. I wish I understood cars more. I don't have the capacity. I don't have the space in my mental library uh-huh. to move books out of the way. You know. Yeah. Random Oscar knowledge. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Hip hop history. You know, Teenage music Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles takes up a big portion yeah. of the library. And now the Cicerone stuff. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, come on. Forget like it. Like, how yeah. much How much room do you think I got left in my mental library yeah. for car knowledge? That's a whole other... That's a, that's a whole thing. You become a car guy. You're a fucking car guy. Yeah, you got to defrag. And I wish... I honestly do wish that there was more things... Things like cars that I understood better, right? Yeah. I understand... What it takes to rip up this floor and redo this entire floor. Sure. I could do that yeah. in a week by myself, probably. Uh, that's a whole other vastness of knowledge <laughs> that I yeah. have now. Okay. Uh, and I probably would, I probably would, if I could, like in the Matrix, just uh, uh, delete that knowledge and then upload mm-hmm. car knowledge if I could. Sure. But at this point, I'm 32. It ain't happening. Okay. <laughs> it's basically dead. <clears throat> basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, I get a little, I get a little aggro about not knowing it because I wish so badly that I did <laughs> that I'm just like, ah, fuck that. That's fine. I don't That's know fine. anything about it. It's okay. So, uh, how do we get to the cars? Um, because I tell you, you don't like... Uh, machines. machines yeah <laughs> machines yeah machines if they get too complex <laughs> don't do it i don't want them <clears throat> i uh th- this is what i'm gonna do this whole episode is just like run through my rolodex of impressions, impressions. Yeah, yeah it's good i've got a i've got trump i've got a Don, or uh arnold schwarzenegger everybody has a christopher walken sure of course uh i have a uh uh uh, um, Denzel Washington that I'm working on. I'm not gonna bust it out yet. Okay, okay, it's not ready. It's not ready. I just have the the lip quiver. <laughs> uh huh. That's all I got so far. Mm-hmm. And I got I, you know you got to get the lines down. Sure. You know. Yeah. yeah. We'll come back to that. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I I, I <sighs> if I had to pick a gun, it would just be like 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 a. Big fucking self defense weapon. <laughs> you know what, I'm what does that like even Glock, mean? Like a Glock, something like that's not a big gun. I mean, I don't. Well, obviously, <laughs> I'm showing how much I don't know anything about. Give me a Desert Eagle. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah, that's, now we're talking. I want something that's gonna fly out of my hands yeah. if I don't, you know, control it. Brace it. Yeah, <laughs> three fifty seven Magnum, just uh-huh. like a fucking, just pull it out my strong hand, like fucking, man. <laughs> like Jack Nicholson, dude, just like the fucking, <laughs> yeah. I want the long, sure. taking out my shorts and it's somehow a sniper rifle, even though it's a <laughs> revolver. <laughs> yeah, exactly, shooting shit out the sky. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, 
I, I honestly, I don't want something like that. I, I just want something that 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 is like, you know, you know, get out of here, bad guys. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. a good guy with a gun. That's all I want to be. Okay. Is a good guy with a gun. Yeah. Never had any interest in. Well, I, I, I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to fire a bolt action rifle, mm. but I've never wanted to go hunting. Okay. So like you don't I, have to. You can just go to gun range. Yeah. 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 I've always I like that I like the 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 manualness mm-hmm. of the, the the fucking the discharge of yeah. the round. Yeah, they're always, very, always cool looking. Yeah, I always like that. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I know you have like something in mind. <sighs> I mean, not even necessarily because my my answer is kind of boring. <clears throat> I I would just want like a. I always jump between these two. I always jump between like a modern AK forty seven. Like a re- like a really nice like not even with like the wood and stuff uh-huh. but like you know like a polymer nice like yeah, black one of those beautiful beautiful AK forty sevens man destroyers yeah. yeah yeah or like a uh, you know like a, a a really like hyper souped up like modern warfare two style AR fifteen you know yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. with all the scopes and stuff oh, and yeah. the laser and yeah, the yeah, yeah. you know all that a friend Kitted of mine. Out friend of mine he has something like that yeah. i'm not gonna say his name on the podcast because sure. i you know but one day he comes he i see him and he's like you want to see this new gun i got <laughs> and i'm like sick yeah unzips his pants <laughs> nice gotcha again we go to his car it's in his trunk and it's just like i mean it literally is like it's like if you if you had like the exploded view of the gun, like all the attachments. Yeah, and yeah, shit. yeah. He had like a scope. He had yeah. like a fucking under barrel on it uh-huh. and all kinds of shit. And I was just like, this is crazy. And I was with somebody else, and they were like, I'm not touching that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my prints on whatever this is. Whatever you're gonna do yeah. with this, I'm just gonna like yeah. admire it from afar. And then I picked it up and I looked at it and I was like holding it and stuff and like and he got me all paranoid so I like wiped my fingerprints off. <laughs> like, like you clearly didn't trust somebody. this person. I mean, I don't. I mean, this guy, not the most trustworthy. Okay, dude. Let's, that's fair. I don't. I don't know. I just I don't know him well enough to 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 trust <laughs> who, him with. Who uh, maybe shouldn't have that gun. I, well, you know, hey, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this guy's okay. getting into. That's fair. You know, it's fair. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's doing things. Good guy. He's a good guy with a gun. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> no, no. Actually, I rescind my my uh, my idea. Okay. My, my, my pick okay. for gun. I want. I want the Benelli shotgun. Okay. From Terran Tactical, <clears throat> that okay. was in. Uh, uh, John Wick uh, 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. I want that in particular. Okay. Yeah. All right. That and all of like the, the Glocks that he has yeah. from Terran Tactical. I want all the Terran Tactical kitted out stuff. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. AR, AR-15s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One day we'll get famous enough to okay. go to Terran Tactical. Oh, that'd be cr- and just- I would. You don't understand how much I would love to do that. Yeah. I'd be so juiced up <laughs> to go to Terran Tactical <laughs> and just run the drills. Yeah. I would love that. I would love it. Yeah. 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 One day. Okay. One day. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, I mean, speaking of all this, like, gun safety and what to do with guns, if we ever had our hands on some of these guns, I think it's probably best to uh, do our The Last of Us recap. We, we might as well. We We're might here. as well. Yeah. So let's fuck. Speaking of contract work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do it. Uh, Obi, you want to take it away? Give us a... 
synapses. Okay, so this is episode six. It's called Kin. And uh, that's because this is the one where Joel finally runs into Tommy. Uh, yes, he is. He's living in Jackson, Wyoming. Uh, which you know what? Actually, uh, I didn't. I never put together that in uh, Last of Us Two. That's their settlement that we were prepping with the dam mission. Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I for some reason I just didn't put those pieces together. Yeah. It was only after watching the episode that I was that I kind of put that yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why. It had been a while since it's I been a, been a while since I'd played part one to part two. Mm. Anyway, um, Ellie and Joel end up in Jackson. Do what you need to do. It's your home. <laughs> oh wow, that's <laughs> interesting. It's an interesting pick. I just really want an English muffin. Um, <laughs> they might have English muffins in Jackson, Wyoming, because it seems like that town is pretty well set up. Yeah. They have lights. They have camera in action. Mm-hmm. No. Thank you. Uh, maybe later. <laughs> maybe later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so the town seems really well set up. Uh, Joel and Tommy have this loving brotherly embrace. Uh, they catch up with each other. We find out that uh, Tommy has settled down uh, with uh, what's her name, Maria. Maria, yeah. Maria, his his uh, his new boo. Uh, Another weight race swap character. <laughs> she could be Hispanic. Who knows? Maria, yeah, sure. Well, she was white in the show or in the game. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I know. Anyway, I know. I know. So we find out. Old Joel finds out that uh, Maria and Tommy are married now, mm-hmm. and also finds out that well, actually doesn't find out, but starts to question like, "Hey, I came here to save you. Yeah, why didn't you let me know about this place?" Right, and it turns out that the entire town is under lock and key, essentially. <laughs> um, you know, nobody is really they they stay off the radios. Uh, they leave the dead bodies of people who try them. Outside of their perimeter, keep people away, scare them off, and it's, it's a hush hush thing, which obviously makes Joel feel like crap because he's like, "You did, we're kin, yeah, um, we're kin." And, How could you uh, do this to me? Yeah, so uh, it's upsetting to him. Who is that? Ellie's having trouble, uh, kind of seeing actual children that yeah. aren't post-apocalyptic monsters. Yeah, and um. Yeah, so at this point, we start to see that Joel is having panic attacks. Uh, and it's because, you know, he's had so much loss in his life. And I think Ellie is starting to, you know, uh, trigger him. Yeah. Reminding him of his daughter. <clears throat> well, something that we also don't really, uh, that doesn't that doesn't happen in the game. You don't no, really no, no. worry about uh, <laughs> Joel having panic attacks in the middle of the game. Right. So, um because of that, he realizes he's getting old. He may not be up to snuff to uh, to take Ellie the rest of the way. Sorry. It's okay. Who is that? <laughs> oh, it's peanut butter. You don't like peanut butter? Oh, it's going to be hard for me to talk now. Oh, yeah. Oh, You're like Ed the horse. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, it's Mr. Ed. Oh, yeah, sorry. 
Didn't realize he earned the title of How Mister. How dare you? <laughs> Excuse me, that's Doctor Ed to you. <laughs> I didn't spend six years in equestrian <laughs> medical school <laughs> to be called Mister Ed. It's Doctor Ed. Okay. Six years as a Cicerone. Yeah. So. Sissy. As a sissy. A, a sissy boy. A, <laughs> a sissy Ron. And um, <clears throat> so at this point, uh, Joel confides to Tommy, says, look, I'm not up to the task of taking Elliot the rest of the way. Too uh, old. Too fat. Too old. Too fat. Too strong. Too fat. Too strong. And uh, he asked Tommy to take over for him. But apparently, Ellie listens in and uh, hears him kind of push off the burden of her onto Tommy. Mm. Gets upset, confronts Joel about it. Mm. Pivotal part in the game as well. Mm. And uh, you know they have this this uh, this moment where they get into a conflict. Mm. He essentially says, "Yeah, you ain't my daughter. You ain't my daughter." You're a mighty thin ice. You ain't my daughter. And, um, you know, uh, Ellie finally... my daughter. <laughs> Ellie finally confides in him and saying, like, you know, everyone I know is either dead or left me. And, uh, you know, they kind of connect in that moment, but it's not ready yet. You yeah, know, the relationship yeah. still needs to, to, to permeate. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. He, he still says, in the morning, yeah, Tommy will yeah, take yeah. you the rest of the way. But lo and behold, Joel steps up. He ends up there in the morning with, with the. That's shit. night. Wow, you got the. I just. You, this man got the dropsies. Um, and, and so, Joel ends up giving Ellie an option and says, "You can either go with me, or you can go with Tommy. Hmm. Either way is fine. I want to give you the choice." And she immediately says, "I'm going with Joel." Mm-hmm. And so they go off to continue their journey across America. Last uh, of us to the fireflies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, then the episode ends with him being stabbed. Do you remember that part? Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. There, there's well, that, it's that cute little detail. It's funny you say that because it, it feels like the start of the next episode. Yeah. You know? Like, that's kind of a beat on its own. Yeah. And then suddenly it just keeps going. Yeah. I mean, one million percent, they rushed that ending. Yeah. It should not have been part of that episode. It shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been. No. Um, or at least get through the Joel Tommy stuff a little bit quicker, so mm-hmm. that you can get to that part. Yeah, because this was the entire scene of them going to the college. Yeah, which is obviously, a, a, if you played the game, another big moment. It's in the a game. huge moment in the right, game right, that right. they just kind of rush through. Yeah, so this is like a, a major stop within the game where uh, Joel gets stabbed. In the game, he falls on rebar. Yeah. Uh, in this, he just he gets stabbed with a baseball bat. Yeah. And uh, so they're able to ride off after that, and um, Joel doesn't feel so good. No, falls down, so good, and we're left with Ellie in despair, not knowing what she's going to do next because Joel is out for the count. Mm -hmm. This is the first episode that I watched and thought that the departure from the games was a little too much. And it like I was like, like I've been trying to watch it with a fresh eye, sure, and not compare it to the games, but the way that they got through 
the college, the way that they rushed through it rather, mm-hmm. didn't sit right with me because yeah. it was such a beautiful, pivotal moment in the game that I thought it could have been a whole episode in and of itself. Sure, sure. Yeah, I I agree. I think honestly, they should just cut the uh, the college scene out completely. And yeah, just cut it out. Have Joel get stabbed a different way. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because if, if that's how you're gonna treat it, yeah, then don't even don't do even it. try. Don't yeah. even try. Yeah, I think we we needed at least double the time in the college scene because yeah. it is such an important part. Yeah, and it felt very like. All right, I guess we got there. Yeah, you know. Well, I think that they try to deal with like this whole montage thing with them getting to getting to the stronghold and then getting to the college. This montage of them like interacting and stuff, and like you get to you understand that they're getting closer, and Ellie trusts him the most, and all mm-hmm. this stuff. But the college, going through the college, is it's such a moment of like real like father daughter kind of yeah. relationship daddy building. daughter time yeah, yeah that that it feels like to just kind of gloss over it really it doesn't take anything away from the on-screen chemistry because they have such immense chemistry yeah. that you know it, it doesn't in the long run it doesn't really matter it still works yeah 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 but definitely is it it's just like a tough thing to to watch them gloss over a little bit of a disservice if you know what it could have been yeah i you know i i think if you maybe hadn't played the games not as big of a deal and that's what i'm trying to like get that out of my head you know i don't i hate comparing the the show to the game because the show's been doing so well so far that i don't want to compare it to that but at the same time when you know that there's a source material that they're that they're uh, using and then there's some stuff that they're leaving out. It's, it's hard like, not to compare. I, yeah, it's hard not know? to compare. It's like it's like watching a movie. It's like watching like you know, it's like watching a movie, and knowing that there's a good book. Sure. Reading the book and going, they yeah. cut this whole scene out. Why this mm-hmm. was so pivotal to right, right. the story? Yeah. Which is bound to happen, even in like Dune, which I think is incredible of a movie. Yeah. Uh, having read the book just before watching it, I was still like, I kind of wish we had a bit more of this. Sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, but no, I, 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 I want to, now that we've gone through the synopsis, which I tried to rush through as quickly as possible. I think you did well. Thank you. Um, I want to say something I, I glossed over a little bit too finely is that Maria is having a baby. Oh, yeah. Which is new for the show. Right. Which adds more conflict to the Tommy Joel thing. I'm going to be a daddy. I'm going to be a daddy. I'm going to be a daddy. Uh, hey, just because your life stopped doesn't mean that my, my life, life has got to stop. stop. <laughs> I'm having a baby. <laughs> I wish so bad we could see Joel replaced like with AI uh, to Lucas Black. <laughs> What's DK? I'm having a baby. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're you're young and I'm old and I can't do it anymore. Please take this little girl to the college. I have trauma. (laughs) I'm trying my hardest to get over this trauma that I have. Um, it's going real Forrest Gump. Though. It is. It's going very Forrest Gump. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I want to say, I think the addition of Maria having a baby, and also 
her being the catalyst of Ellie finding out that Joel had a daughter. Yeah. Was a good move. Yeah. I think that worked well for yeah. the show. That did yeah. Yeah, the way that they did that was really good. Yeah. And Definitely. and Ellie being so combative with Maria because clearly Joel's her favorite. Yeah. And she can tell that Maria's not a fan of Joel. Yeah. After everything that she's been told. Yeah. From her own or from his own brother. Yeah. You know, like I like the conflict there. Yeah. yeah. They clearly still love each other, but they there's also something there. Yeah. They've been through too much. <clears throat> hey, man, I, you know, just from a realistic standpoint, it's crazy to me to think, like, in a post-apocalyptic world, you could be half a country away from one of your, one of your like, immediate family members. Yeah. I just, if they were alive, if my brothers were alive, even, even the relationship that I have with my brothers, if they were alive, there's no way that one of them is going to be in another state. That's, what if they talked you into murdering a lot of people, though? talked you into is a stretch though right because yes and i'm glad you said that because <laughs> there is so much that maria puts on joel yeah when tommy's a, a grown-ass man mm -hmm. who is in the military has all these skills and yet can't say no yeah what are we talking about he, here he can't put his foot down i mean he does eventually and joins the fireflies and does his own thing and mm -hmm. goes off but you know all the times that they had where they were killing apparently innocent people he could have said no Always, at any point, it was not conscious kick. <laughs> just because, not. just because Joel's an older brother doesn't mean that he holds domain over Tommy, right? As and, an adult, and, and, it's not and, like Tommy was twelve, right? Exactly. Tommy was a grown man before the apocalypse, right? So, you know, to put that on Joel is fucked up. Which I, I, I don't think is a, a plot hole over or an oversight by the writers. I think it's to show that Maria is so, like. Rose-colored glasses on Tommy for sure. Yeah, it's definitely an emotional thing that you could you could see somebody reacting that way, going right. like, "Oh, this is the guy who influenced you to do all of those yeah. horrendous things." He made you do that. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like you're not that person. He's yeah. that person, and he forced you to do those things. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But no, nah, he's he's a grown ass man. Right. And choose choose to do that shit. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I, there's there's just no way that I could be in like fucking Boston or or you know. Wherever, yeah, and like one of my brothers is in Wyoming. Yeah, that's insane to me. Yeah, I don't know. But then again, you know, who knows? They Maybe had a big falling out. Yeah, but how big of a falling out? Huge, apparently. Enough to enough to be like, listen, you know, like at that point, you have to say to yourself, like, I don't care if he lives or dies. Really. Well, Joel continued to check in on him, and yeah. the reason why this entire thing kicked off was because he'd stopped hearing from Tommy. Yeah. So. You know, he still cared, obviously. Yeah, of course. But I think there were too too much butting heads and, you know, machismo to, yeah. to just deal with it like adults. Yeah, and I don't know how. what do you do in a world like that where you have to adapt to... I mean, yeah, it's... it's uh, you can't just go to your room. No. <laughs> you know, like, what, what do you do yeah. in, a, in, a, in a world like that? I'm going to grind this out on uh, uh, Modern Warfare. Yeah. <laughs> then and then come back later. Yeah. Mm. And then and also you're not killing real people. Sure. So there's that. Of course. There's the part where you're not murdering innocent people. Yeah. That's the way heavy. Yeah. 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 So overall, I mean, episode was was still. I mean, I still think that they're doing an incredible job, but I think that this was the first time that I felt like mm, could have been could have done something different. I would have done something different if the if this whole thing was in my hands. Yeah. 
Uh, my very capable show running hands. Sure, of course. Um, I will say that that last portion was a bit of a disappointment. <clears throat> but it still can't overcome the fact that, like, I see the vast majority of the changes they made in this episode were worthwhile yeah. and powerful. And I think a lot of people have been saying this is, like, the strongest episode from uh, uh, Pedro. Pedro. And Pedro uh, Pascal. I, yes, he was, he was tremendous in this. I agree. But he's I, been tremendous in the whole thing. It's true. It's true. But I think this was, like, one of his, and there's got to be more, but one of his real times to shine. Mm-hmm. It's, it was very heavily focused on him, his relationship with Tommy. Yeah. That entire thing, that entire dynamic, the entire thing about, you know, his dreams, his nightmares. Yeah. Very, yeah, yeah, very yeah. strong, very, very, very strong rare. stuff. Yeah. Was, oh, some good acting, boy. I tell yeah. you what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so, some good-ass acting. I'll say after that, like... And and the the stuff with Ellie too, uh, I think he acted his ass off. Yeah. And this will be the episode that they submit to the Emmys. It's sure. got to be at least one of them, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I I think that stuff way way overcomes the shortcomings of the very end of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's still it's still firing all cylinders for me. I can't wait for next episode. Yeah. We only have three more left. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty crazy because. We know what's happening in the next one. The next one's going to be Left Behind. Mm-hmm. It's literally called Left Behind. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's so what we're getting. Um, yeah. If you know the games, then you know what we're talking about. Um, so that'll be... It's a wild part of the game. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see. All right. <clears throat> well, tune in next week, and we will update you on The Last of Us. Uh, one beer in recap. Yeah. All right, I think uh, I think we're I think we got it right. I think we're yeah. in here. Yeah. Well, before we can do anything at the end of this show, first things first, last things last, we got to do the cheers of the week. So, Obi, please start us off. Tell us what your cheers of the week, sir. My cheers of the week goes to a little-known, underappreciated director named Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, that little guy. Um, yeah, uh, Steven Spielberg, I think in recent years, it's been a bit underappreciated because he, you know, things like War Horse didn't go over so well. Not just underappreciated, but I think people are like taking this opportunity oh, to be there's, like contrarians there, about yes, there's his been, greatness. There, there has been a great Spielbergian backlash yeah, because of how pop culture he is, because of how warm his movies tend to be. Yeah. Um, and obviously... Uh, it's stupid. Yeah. It's dumb. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I'm a Yankees fan, and a lot of people like hating the Yankees Evil because Empire. they're so good. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of what's going on with Spielberg. You know, he's, he's just the guy, and he's been the guy since the late 70s. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I think it's just popular to hate the, the, the highest in the mountain that we currently have. Yeah. The establishment, if you will. Yeah. Um, but it's stupid. And even as a film guy, you know, it's popular for, for like film snobs to be like, mm, Spielberg. <laughs> but come on. Come on. Be serious. <laughs> Please. Some, some stuff is just good, man. Yeah. Some stuff is just good, and you don't have to ha- you don't have to look at it with this super critical eye. Well, and, and-, and crowd pleasing doesn't mean dumb or bad. Right. It right. doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't. Well, when we were talking about the Quantumania reviews, sure. right? Yeah. 
and the um the the I don't want to say public reviews, but the 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 people reviews, the the fan reviews. Yeah, I don't know what you would call. Yeah, it. fan reviews. They came out and it's sit, it's sitting at like a ninety something percent with people who've actually seen the movie. Sure, and. Like, this obviously is not a good comparison to Spielberg movies because his movies are, like, critically acclaimed and loved by fans. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is, like, there's this... It seems to be, like, this push very recently to go against the grain with some of these movies and some of these directors, some of these auteurs. Right. Where it's, like, pretty well-established guys that you just go, yeah, I mean, it's a Scorsese movie, it's a Kubrick movie, it's a Spielberg movie, you know it's gonna be this, this, and this, and there's like this like, niche part of the film community that it's like, Ugh, a Spielberg, it's very Spielbergian, it's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Do you mean a J.J. Abrams movie? <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's just, it's, well, it's one of those things where like, you know, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing I hate more than a contrarian, man. Yeah. There's nothing I hate more than than a guy who wakes up in the morning and is is ready to argue just to argue. If you don't like S- Steven Spielberg, that's fine. You don't have to like him. Yeah. But to be out here in public talking about his movies are bad for what? What are we talking about? What, what movies are bad? What are we saying here? <laughs> Fucking Steven Spielberg. What are we? What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what a man has to do after he makes Jaws to be considered a great director, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. But what? this was brought upon because uh, I recently saw The Fablemans. Mm. Um, you can now rent it for not $20, which is nice. That's always <laughs> nice. Um, and, you know, I'd watch the Spielberg documentary about his actual life. And then watching The Fablemans only underlines more like, you know, who the guy was and is, yeah. you know, and how he got to being such a, a great director. And uh, I just think it's it, it's time to continue appreciating yeah. uh, the work of Spielberg. He's always been my guy uh, as, oh, yeah. a, as a director mm-hmm. growing up. I think he, he's gotten multiple generations uh, under his thumb, you know? Yeah. So, shout Spielberg. I mean, if we're, I mean, if we're talking about, like... Straight up, just like, like pound for pound. If we're doing like a pound for pound list, like power rankings, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, obviously, uh, uh, there's there's like sci-fi directors, action adventure directors, drama directors, but we're doing pound for pound overall. Best, yeah, yeah. I don't know how Spielberg isn't top two and not two. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like he's just. He's done almost every. I can't think of a movie that he, a, a movie style that he hasn't done. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? I watched Road to Perdition, and I'm just like, this can't be a Spielberg movie. It's not. It's not a Spielberg movie. <laughs> but didn't he produce it? Or, no, no, no. I'm thinking of um, what's the Bridge of Spies? Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies. He, he That's directed. What I'm he directed Bridge, Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies. Yeah, yeah. And that movie's awesome. Yeah. And Underappreciated. Like, Another one. It's such a good movie. Yeah. And I and I watch it. And I'm like, how is this a Spielberg the movie? The spy espionage thing. It, yeah, it, it's so forgotten though. It, it's in that like our this past I'd say like fifteen years has been like the forgotten years of Spielberg. He right, he's done a lot in these past like 
decade and a half that that yeah. people have just gone well yeah it's spielberg and it's like no 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 <laughs> you don't get to, you don't get to yeah, just yeah. dismiss it as a spielberg movie and call it a day yeah i think i think since like oh i don't know minority report beyond minority report like things get hazy for his discography er, discography filmography yeah you know like yeah. i mean, i love munich Munich yep. is fantastic. If you haven't seen Munich, I yep. think it's super underappreciated. Yeah. Um, like I said, War Horse. A lot of people don't like War Horse. I don't, I don't think I ever watched War Horse. That movie just did not appeal yeah, to no, me. Yeah, no, no. I don't think so either. So, yeah. um, he did Tintin, right? Was that Spielberg? Or was that Scorsese? No, it's Tintin's uh, Scorsese. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He, he did another like film movie, though, right? Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta go into the film. Well, first good. of all, West Side Story was great. Ready Player One wasn't very good. I, I will say that. Yeah, but I mean that's <laughs> it's kind of tough. I mean the the for all intents and purposes, even though I love the book, no, he did Tintin. He did Tintin. He did Tintin. He did Tintin. So what did Scorsese yeah. do? Scorsese did oh, it, it's the other one with the kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. the kid the kid is in the movies is the thing. <laughs> Let me look it up. Um, Ready Player One. I know a lot of people did not did not like the book. So, but that Spielberg was adapting a book that like people already weren't like didn't like. That's uh, Hugo is the Hugo yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugo. The, was, yeah. the the problem with that though, not even the problem, but observation about it is that people liked that book a lot, and then suddenly the tide turned on it yeah and they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh this sucks oh we don't like it yeah. too much Spielberg pop culture wouldn't have adop- he would not have adapted a book that everyone hated right you know they wouldn't yeah yeah i, I don't know i thought i thought it was uh, i mean i the, the movie sucked like let's yeah. just be, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean spielberg is not bulletproof sure it's yeah. not a good movie so there's that yeah that's okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Every, every, everyone, everyone has a bad one. He's got maybe three or four, I would call, not good movies. What were the other ones? Uh, Ready Player One's definitely. 1944 or something. The, the World War II movie he did after Jaws. Oh, that I don't think I've ever seen that. Me neither. And it's because it's been buried. Oh. Hollywood refuses to acknowledge <laughs> it. Because yeah. it, it had a, a John Belushi. Okay. Starring. Uh, it was a comedy, oh. but apparently it sucked. Okay. I've never seen it. Can't speak to it. Uh, Sounds like a movie you... we should watch, though. Maybe. Just to, just to know what... If we can find it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that... Um, that's universally known as his worst movie. All right. And I'll say probably... I mean, I don't know if War Horse is good or not, but it didn't look very good. I can't call it. It was something that like I did not want to see. Yeah. Yeah. So that's three right there. There's yeah. probably another one in there too. We should we should go through our all of our favorite directors and like pick their worst movies. Okay. I mean, we can't well, I mean we we could do it right now, but we're no, not gonna No, we're right not gonna now. do it right now. This we'll your, do next time. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> next evergreen episode. Yes. Your cheers of the week though, my friend. My cheers of the week is going to Mr. Questlove, Amir Thompson. The director of Summer of Soul. Mm. I finally sat down and watched it. I know, I know, <laughs> but I never—I actually Quiet did down. watch it when it came out, and then now it's on. Um, 
I don't know, Prime or I don't I can't remember what I watched it on. They all start to run together. Yeah, yeah. It's been streaming on <clears throat> something for a while. I think it's Prime. Okay. I'm almost I'm like ninety percent sure it's Prime. It okay. could be something I'll else. I'll do some research. While he does the research. This was if if you haven't seen Summer of Soul, um Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. Huh. Okay, and there you go. Disney and Hulu, Plus. apparently. Okay, so Hulu by virtue of Disney Plus. Yeah. Or, or Disney, Disney Plus, Plus by, by virtue of Hulu. Because, uh, yeah, Hulu produced it. That's right. Hulu was right. a part of him making it. That's right. Yeah. So, obviously, if you're a hip-hop fan, as we are, if you're not a fan of The Roots, I don't really know who you are. The Legendary Roots The crew? Legendary Roots crew. Amir Thompson, I call him by his first name as if I know him, <laughs> Mr. Quest Love, has been on this mission to educate people in music history and, and, and that of pop culture history and, more importantly, black culture and black pop history and things like that. Every time I go to his Instagram page, I feel like I learned something that, like, I, 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 feel, like, I feel like I know a lot about pop music and a lot about black pop music. Mm-hmm. And every time I go to his page, I go, I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything yeah. about this anything. This goes far deeper than I could have ever imagined. Yeah, dude. And yeah. and so his is a page that I frequent often just to just to educate myself, just to you know go through different artists that I maybe not have a- appreciated the way that I should have. Yeah. And Summer of Soul... Is a, is, a, is a documentary that perfectly exemplifies that feeling of like, you think you know, but you don't know anything. There is so much that, especially in modern American society, that has been buried, that has been, that, that, that people try to, uh, they, they, they try to, to, to darken the beauty of, American culture, African American culture, black people in America, black and brown people, because Summer of Soul wasn't just about black people, it was about black and brown people, it was about it was about freedom. It was it was just so many beautiful things yeah. that uh, that are, are are shown in this documentary amongst all of the darkness and amongst all of the 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 terrible things that were happening especially in the 60s especially on the east coast especially in harlem especially right, right. with the civil rights movement and in the midst of all of that you get this beautiful uh, multi-week festival where some of the greatest artists of the 60s and just music in general yeah. performed for fr- well they they got paid but the 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 festival itself was a free festival to yeah. the people who lived in harlem and um it's just this this it's just a beautiful beautiful thing to watch and I'm like upset with myself that I didn't watch it when it came out but also it's like everybody who wants to know anything about that time frame needs to watch this documentary needs to educate yourself on these things because like the 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 festival itself again like I stated before I felt like I know a lot about Especially like that era of music, and I had no idea that this festival had taken place. Yeah, even knowing that the documentary existed, I didn't know that it was about a festival that I didn't know sure. took place. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, and that was the entire point of the documentary, really, right? It was like mm-hmm. they have that footage, 
of this forgotten thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's it's such good quality. Yeah, they have the audio recorded and stuff. Like it, it, it's like a it's finding a, a, a hidden jewel. Yeah, a jewel in the rough. That's right. Yeah, Questlove got an Oscar. Yeah. For best documentary. Right after Will Smith slapped and the shit dude, exactly. out of Chris Rock. Bro, and knowing knowing how good this documentary is now, seeing it with my own eyes, I'm, it kind of makes me a little more upset with Will Smith for what yeah. he did. Yeah. Taking the shine from Questlove. Like, it was it's this kinda, moment. Yeah, because, you know, people don't really... I, I, would, I want more people to understand how good this doc is, to, to, to appreciate it for what it is, especially right now where I have been doing this like deep dive on, on Black sure. History Month and like really trying to like absorb all of this stuff. Yeah. Like you really owe it to yourself, especially if you have Disney Plus. It's right there waiting for you to watch. So Quest Love, Summer of Soul, do yourself a favor. Watch the documentary yeah. and listen to the fucking roots, you know? Of course. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Rumor is they're coming out with a new album. Ooh. So we don't know if that's been confirmed or denied. But okay. I've, I've read on some There's message boards. Rumors and speculation. That's right. Okay. All right. <clears throat> well, I think that we've got it. But before we get out of here, we got to do uh, the one last thing, which is review the beer of the week. So without further ado, this is the Fire in the Sky West Coast Pilsner, a collaboration between Sideward Brewing and Unseen Creatures. Obi, what'd you think of this brewski? Uh, see what I said before. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, no, it, it feels like a cross between a West Coast IPA and a Pilsner, mm-hmm. which I think isn't very surprising. Um that being said, I, I I dig it. You know, I, I'm more of a a, a hoppy boy. Mm. I like a little bit of a bitter beer. Um, I will say, I think I would prefer actually more of a, a traditional pilsner mm. with a little less hops. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that, that being said, that being said, I think for what it is, it uh, it. Do it well. I'm gonna give it, it a four it well. and a half. It do it well. I enjoyed it. I think it's interesting. I wouldn't mind trying more West Coast Pilsners because it's up my alley. But I, I think with the Pilsner name, I would like something a little bit smoother. Yeah, yeah. All right. I can't speak to like the development of this beer, like how it was actually brewed. But it does remind me of a cold IPA, mm. in that it's 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 definitely hoppier. Definitely, but but still kind of reminiscent of like a you know a lager. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll say uh I think I think I'm also gonna give it a four and a half. Okay. We're gonna go unanimous on this one. Magnanimous. Magnanimous. Unanimous four and a half for the for the fire in the sky. Um I mean, Sideward continues to not miss ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially with this art. Incredible. Yeah. They're just... So cool. So cool. If there's a park, they're knocking it out of it. Yeah. Every time. Indeed. So, um, you know, I I don't know if we've ever reviewed a Sideward brew lower than a four. 
I can't, yeah. I can't imagine one being yeah. anything lower than a four, four and Definitely a half. has to be rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> just continuing that streak, Sideward Brewing, great brewing, great brewery. If you're in the area, great brewery. do yourself, <laughs> do one yourself of the a best. favor by going out there. Uh, you know, my mom, when I, sometimes when I talk to her, she'll be like, She'll think she'll think that I'm doing a Christopher Walken impression because <laughs> uh-huh. I've done it so much to her sure. that sometimes I'll take like these awkward pauses and she's like, "Are you doing that impression?" I'm like, "It's I'm not I'm not doing anything. It's just the Walken is within me." Yeah. So like I feel like the more I do it, it's gonna become <laughs> that's Christopher Walken and Joe. Oh God! <laughs> the more I do it, the more. It becomes part of my speech. <laughs> it's Trump doing a walk-in. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> See, you're, you're not getting that kind of talent level anywhere else but the one beer in. Definitely not SNL. No, no, not even. You think Jake Novak could pull that fucking impression <laughs> off? Not even remotely. Don't even try. All right. So, unanimous four and a half for the fire in the sky. West Coast Pilsner. Sideward. Unseen Creatures. OBD think we got it. I know we got it. Well, then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer In Podcast for myself, Marco Dupo, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have yourself a beautiful evening. We love you.